comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a Jittery Monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new and, dare I say, very special episode of Nerds United, a Jittery Monkey network uh, podcast network show. Yeah, that's what we're going with this time mm-hmm. around. Uh, I am your host, Greg Mahachko, and joining me, as always, he is the co-host of the year, you know him, you love him, Mike Luther. Hello, Mike. Hello, Greg. Greg, it's getting closer and closer to Halloween. It you is. have Halloween plans. Um, I think we're gonna go trick or treating somewhere. Uh, do you? Are you doing like family costumes? Apparently. Okay, that's what I figured. And do you, know what, do you know what they are yet? <laughs> Would you like to take a guess? Oh gosh! Knowing, uh, knowing dino- my dinosaurs, old, yes. dinosaurs. Yes. So okay. my oldest is going to be uh, Blue, the Velociraptor from Jurassic World. Okay. Okay. Nice. Uh, the twins are are have matching. And look, we don't put them in matching things ever. Like it's kind of our, okay. you know, they don't look identical. And even if they did, we wouldn't do that to them. But for some right. reason, they're going to be identical little uh, in in identical little dino jumper type onesie things. Okay. Uh, okay. And then I think Ma and I uh, are going to be in our, uh, you know, on theme, but different uh, um, inflatable dino gimmicks. Okay. So I think think hers is going to make it look like she's riding a Velociraptor. And I might go and and grab one of those like big T-Rex type ones with the, the shield that I'm fully enclosed in. So... Okay, nice. All right, you got the plan. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, it should be interesting. I I will not be dressing up. Um, Nolan might be going to a Halloween party for school. I'm not sure. I don't know, I don't know if they're dressing up or not. I don't know it's with the group he's in. Um, I, I do have treats for the trick-or-treaters. However, last year we got zero trick-or-treaters. Right. So, what I might do because I, I, the the candy I got was not intentionally meant for trick or treaters at first. It was actually meant for some of my students, but I realized I got the wrong stuff. Uh oh. And I couldn't because uh, so I got essentially like packs, little packs of like Oreos and like Chips Ahoy and stuff like that. But I some of them are larger boxes or larger bags of uh, cookies and some of our just like has one or two cookies in there i'm like with the classes i can't that's not fair like for the trick-or-treaters it is there you go but yeah i might i'll probably just end up sending a bunch of it maybe over to my brother's house or something because he lives in the same town and i think they actually get triggered i think they do i'm not sure well you know where we live yes and you would think that we have a lot more trick-or-treaters than we do but I feel like most of the trick-or-treaters kind of stop in, like, the front part of the neighborhood. Uh, uh, so last year we did a little trunk or tr- trick-or-treat or some type of event, and then uh, 
we got back to the neighborhood and it was right at like trick or treat time. Uh, so I dropped my wife and son off in the front part of the neighborhood where we usually don't venture and dropped them off. And then I booked it home, uh, so that I could be there to hand out candy. Um, and then they, but the, the reports came back to like so many kids and so much candy. We got, they had like two full (laughs) bags of candy for one kid. Um, and then, you know, they went down like half a block on, on our street and came back. Um, but like, we just didn't get that many trick or treaters, uh, at our house, which, you know, it's fine. It's what it is. I don't, I don't care. Um, but I, I would say you, you, you've had a house for a while now. So you've probably dealt with trick or treaters, good or bad for a while now. This is like the, the last year was actually the first year where I'm like, I might get trick or treaters because every, every time I've been in an apartment, right. Or like, uh, kind of a house, like a split level house, but like I'm up upstairs, you know. Mm-hmm. But no, I, there was no. I was like, oh, I'm gonna get a, a bowl of stuff, got a candy. And I had my porch or they had the porch light on, had my w- door open because I'm like, I want to make sure these kids know, like, I, I, I got stuff here, you know. And but no, nothing. So I last weekend I was at the, uh, or I guess. Yeah, about two weekends ago, I was at the grocery store, just doing regular grocery shopping and uh, got a, a pack of candy, you know, the Halloween mix. And I got a smaller pack of um, Three Musketeers and a smaller pack right. of okay. um, Milky Way. And you know, I told my wife, I said, I got some uh, candy to hand out at Halloween. And she said, well, I hope you didn't get too much. And I thought she meant, you know, because we don't want to have a bunch of leftover candy. But right, she right. said, I thought we'd go trick-or-treating as a family i was like oh we could do that too yeah so oh that's oh that's well i mean i get uh, would you ever be the person that like just puts a bowl of candy out i'm thinking about it in this year like yeah. with a little sign yeah. that says like just leave some for the next kid <laughs> you know right yeah um but i also have a feeling that like kids around here would just take the bowl dump it in their bag and walk away you know, and I yeah, absolutely. And I've I've seen videos of kids doing that yeah. online. And what's what's funny slash alarming about it is the comments on those videos where you have grown adults agreeing with the kids, like, "Well, the people shouldn't have left it out." You you know what kids are going to do? Yeah, they these dogs agree with me. Yeah. Um. Two weekends in a row that your dog's sitting right. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I don't know. We'll, you know, we, we haven't figured out the game plan yet. Uh, we'll cross that bridge, you know, yeah. when, when we get there. I don't even have the costume for myself yet, so probably not want to look into that. Yeah, we're on it. It's, 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 it's coming up. It's coming up. <laughs> Amazon two day shipping photos. will guarantee that. But, you know, then there's also the trunk or treats and everything else around here. Yeah. So that, you know, we're not going to have any shortage of candy. I feel, you know, we never did trunk or treat. Trunk or treats were not a thing when you and I were kids, Mike. No, you took no, your, not at all. You took your chances on the mean streets. And, yeah. Uh, mean streets of T-Town or New Baden. Well. I, uh, I, don't, I, don't, know, I don't know what New Baden's uh, cool um, name was. I We didn't have one. But I didn't Let's, really go uh, trick or treating in New Baden. I think I did it once. Um, yeah, once freshman year. And that was it. I didn't even do it eighth right, grade. New- so I, I didn't have I don't any know friends. If I was, when did you stop um, trick or treating? Freshman year. 
that was definitive, definitively my last one. And then sophomore year, I went to a, a, a Halloween party out in the country to the east uh, between New Baden and Albers. Uh, it was a bonfire okay. type type party. No alcohol at the party. That's right. There definitely was no alcohol at that party. There was, uh, let's see if I can remember this. There was flashlight tag. And <laughs> okay. I mean, I, flashlight tag was good. You know? You're looking at me like we had two very different parties a sophomore year. It's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and there was a bonfire and there was a uh, aerosol can that accidentally got dropped, thrown or tossed into the fire. So that was a fun explosion. Um, okay. So yeah. Pretty time. That was good. Good time. I'll tell you off air who, whose uh, party was. Okay. Because it's not like it's anybody I hang out with anymore or have seen uh, you, since graduation. Yeah. <laughs> do you decorate your house uh, for Halloween? No. You do need, no? Yeah. No. Same. We, so we used to do haunted houses um, years ago when, when we were in the JCs down in Mount Vernon. We used to like right. spend two months building it, you know, and then running it most nights. You're or definitely you're like maybe Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or at least Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then all of Halloween week, you know, we'd be down there for right. four, four to six hours. And we just kind of got burnt out on that. And I'm uh, I'm not a, the biggest Halloween guy in the first place anymore. So, yeah. you yeah. know, it's, what, it's great for the kids, but, you know, it's just a placeholder till we get to the really good uh, <laughs> holiday, which is Thanksgiving. Yeah. No, that's Thanksgiving is a good one. So, uh, but because of the timing and because specifically this weekend, I reached out to best friend of the show, Josh, because tomorrow is Josh's birthday. Happy birthday, Josh. You're and my best friend of the show. I thought you were going to say he's your, just your best friend. And I'm like, there's probably some people who you actually have met and <laughs> right, right. <laughs> who might take uh, umbrage with that. But I reached out to a uh, best friend of the show, Josh, actually last week. I said, man, I uh, for your birthday, give us a top five of your choosing. Right. And he said, well, how about horror comics or horror movies? And I'm like, I don't know about horror comics. I don't Yeah. You know. And then you told them, well, me and Mike don't actually watch horror movies. I did tell him that. <laughs> what was what was his next suggestion? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, he he actually the next suggestion was worse because it was Hulk Hogan movies. <laughs> oh God! And I was like, I can only name like two that I know he's been in. Yeah. Uh, uh, one is uh, of course Rocky Three, which is a cameo at best, and the right. other is uh, Why Have a Merry Christmas. When you can have a no holds barred Christmas. Uh, see, I was thinking, wasn't he like Mr. Nanny or yeah, something like Mr. that? Mr. Nanny, Suburban Commando. Suburban Commando, yes. yes. Uh, so there's four. Uh, and rounding out our top five is that other movie. <laughs> uh, movie. Yeah. Um, uh, Santa with Muscles. So that's yeah. our show, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. All right. Perfect. Uh, Love it. <laughs> Uh, uh, we're doing the top. Five. Well, I don't even want to call it. Well, I guess our, no, it's not. It's our top five favorite. Or right, yeah, this is completely subjective. Not at all. Slash slash horror comedy. 
movies. Okay, well, I'm glad you said that because I'm going to round out my my five right now. Okay. Yeah. By the way, okay. So before the podcast starts, we me and Greg always talk to each other a little bit. Say, hey, how's it going? Blah blah blah. And Greg, what I whatever you sent me a message, I can't remember when. Um, but to do uh, talking about the uh, the the top five thing, and I I had I know I had a decent amount of time to do it, but I always wait till the last minute. Of course. Um. But so I do. I I'm I know you what we were talking about. I like I said, I I don't watch horror movies. And you say you don't either. I, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to find five that I watched. So I find five. Then before the podcast starts, Greg says, oh, I only got three. <laughs> Why wouldn't you tell me like, hey, we're just doing a top three then. But you got five now. Yeah. Luckily. And and it was basically you said, well, we'll just, you know, start running and start rolling and, uh, uh, you know, see if something triggers. Yeah. Uh, and it did. So. I now yeah, have five, right. Mike. Oh, I should I should get my list on my phone. That's where I have it. By the way, I looked at Amazon. They're all out of T Rex costumes. Sorry. No. no. They said they actually said sorry, Greg. We're out. You know, in in that case, I will go. Uh, if that were the case, and I haven't looked, but I you know I I believe you, wink, wink. <laughs> but I would go to any like costume store, and I would. Go like maybe get like a safari hat and and like a khaki vest, and I'd just be like Dino Adventurer or something. See, that's what I thought you and your wife were gonna do. I thought the kids were gonna be the dinosaurs. See, that's what when you said dinosaurs, I I thought dinosaur for 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 the older one, like dinosaur eggs for the little (laughs) ones, and then you guys are like the hunters or adventurers, whatever you want. That would make more sense. Yeah. But money's already been spent for the babies. That's, so. that's understandable. You know? <laughs> All right, Mike. Are we? Uh, who, who's kicking off this uh, dig of shin? Um, I will. And you would have thought out of all the time that I would have done a slight bit of research, but no, I didn't. But that's okay because I don't know what I'm much going to say about these. But we're going to start with number five. Okay. Uh, number five, uh, 1996 horror movie. Um, I, I One thing I remember about this, before I say what it is, I remember that there was one person who was advertising the, the movie a lot. Like she, like she was all, always on the talk shows. She was, you know, I think she was on the, the poster and stuff. And she gets killed off in five minutes of the movie. I know exactly what movie you're talking about. Scream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, poor Drew Barrymore, right? Yeah. I hope she got paid well for it, though. I'm sure she did. So, uh, what? I've can I can I give a, a truth bomb here, Mike? Yeah, yeah. I've never seen Scream. Oh, um, decent. Like I know the the basics of it, you know. Like I've right. seen bits and parts, but I've never like sat down, start to finish, watched Scream. I, I it's one of the only few uh, horror movies I've seen, and I I don't even remember it even being that gory. I mean, people do get killed, but compared to some stuff that's out now, oh my god, yeah, like you know, Hostel and stuff like that. It's uh, some of the Saw movies. Uh, it's it's not as bad, and and I think we're gonna bump into that um, 
when we maybe we can talk about it more after our list. But like, I was actually talking with a coworker uh, about you know I didn't say that you know I was hosting a podcast right. about the subject, but I, I said, do you do you have any like is are horror movies a, a genre that you watch? And she said. No, she said, you know, Scream would, would have been maybe one that she watched back in the yeah. day. Uh, but we both kind of uh, agreed upon the fact that Saw is just a little bit too, like, set up for, like, copycat killers in the real world, <laughs> you know. And, and so yeah. that's why I've, you know, I've seen the first two, but I never went further into that franchise. Well, yeah, I although I will say, though, it's probably much easier to copycat Ghostface, which I think is the the, the official Scream name, right? Um, than you would than to to copycat Saw because with Saw you need to know all how these traps work, and I I don't think the average person can build them. An average person can get a a, a Ghostface mask and a knife. They couldn't. Ghostface was something that was created for Scream, right? For, like, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like now, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't. Was it created for Scream? I know that it's never been used before, but I thought it was that they had bought it at like a Halloween store. But I could be way off on this. Uh, but you know, what's, what's funny was when I Google Scream. You know, they have list of like people also ask, "Is Scream actually scary?" What is Scream the movie? Is Scream on it? I like is Scream actually scary? I mean, is it though? It says Scream is funny, clever, and scary. So, oh okay, ooh, a little bit of everything. All right. Yeah. Well, so, but you've um, never seen it, so it, you know, maybe on Halloween, you know, go check it out. I don't know what it's probably not on any streaming service. I mean, sure, Google would tell us if it was. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Hello. Hello. Who is this? You tell me your name, I'll tell you mine. <laughs> I don't think so. What's that noise? Popcorn. You making popcorn? Well, I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? I'll do some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. You never told me your name. Why do you want to know my name? Because I want to know who I'm looking at. playing a deadly game. It all began with a scream over 911. Someone who's seen one too many scary movies. Now, he's taken his love of fear. Hello? Hello, Sydney. One step too far. Do you like scary movies? What's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a scary movie. Number one, you can never have sex. Hey, what's wrong with this me? Never, ever, ever under any circumstances say, I'll be right back. Because you won't be back. Get another beer, you want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back. He didn't make the rules. The police are always on track, but they watch Palm Night and save time. He just kills by them. Don't answer the phone. Don't open the door. Don't try to hide. Everybody's a suspect! 
area. Squeak. So, for my number five, I've got to go back to probably the first horror movie that I ever watched, uh, which would have been latest bit of the 80s, like maybe 91, 92, 93, something like that. Um, probably early 90s, but, but you know, late 80s. And I'll never forget uh, my friend at the time, because uh, you know, we were, he lived one street over from us is when we lived in Fairview Heights. He lived one street over from us. And at the time, like my family, my parents still, you know, like they don't, I don't think even have a DVD player or something like that. They just never spent money on movies, you know, like, so, right. so my sister had a couple VHS, I had a couple VHS and that was it. But I remember going over to his house, you know, like it was summer break or, or winter break, you know, Christmas vacation, whatever. And he just like, there's this big, almost file cabinet, but it's just, it's a dresser, you know, and he just pulls it out and it's just stuck full of movies. You know, he probably had, you know, I don't know, 100, 200 VHS at the time, or he, you know, his family, his, you know, uh, dad, stepmom, whatever. Uh, so that was the first time I realized that movies were something you could kind of own and collect. You know, mm-hmm. never just we would always rent them. <laughs> so now I have more movies than I don't know what to do with and, and uh, <laughs> give them to you. <laughs> That's something I That's do with them. <laughs> uh, but we pulled out uh, for like a back to back viewing, and it had to be middle of summer, bright sunny day, because I was, was, you know, I kind of still am, depending on, you know, what the topic is. But we watched part, you know, installment one and two of this. Uh, horror movie from the 80s. And it's not like Friday the 13th. It's not Nightmare on Elm Street. We're talking Critters and Critters 2. Are you combining two movies into one spot? I Well, you know, I guess franchise or or those movies. Um, Because largely, I I don't... I remember that they're itty-bitty little, you know, gremlin-looking... But not, you know, from the movie Gremlins, but, you know, little critters. Uh, and they're very carnivorous, little alien creatures. And, but I, they come in to take over a town and, and, you know, chase everybody out. I remember that. So I say one and two because there are various aspects. I don't remember if they're in the first one or in the, in the second <laughs> <Right>. movie. <laughs> but like there's one where, all the critters kind of combine and, and roll into, you know, like one massive rolling, um, uh, like Indiana Jones in the Temple, or not Temple of Doom, and the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, like stone that rolls downhill. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it like rolls over a cow. And then like all you see are bones and skeleton and, you know, a little bit of gnawed flesh on the backside. Um, but I remember from the, from the comedy side, this is, B movie at best, you know. Um, but from the comedy side, it's, you know, like there are two critters on a porch and I don't know if they knock, like they roll into the door and like get the homeowner's attention. The person comes to the door with a shotgun and one critter says to the other one and, and it's in subtitles because they speak their alien language. Uh, of course. and they say, uh, they have weapons and the other one says, who cares? And then one of the two gets blasted away by the shotgun. And this is like the first time that I ever remember seeing profanity like spelled out 
but the the one who survives reacts and and in their native tongue they say fuck <laughs> and you see the subtitles <laughs> on the screen so I was like what <laughs> uh so uh you know so that's why critters you know it's it's cheesy it, it probably doesn't hold up very well which means it's likely in talks to be rebooted in Hollywood of course um, of course <laughs> but that's that uh, little bit of sentimentality uh, keeps it at my number five. Of all the planets in the galaxy, they chose ours. They hide in small places. This phone is dead. What? They light the dark. Jay, any luck? Just a minute. There's nothing cute about them. They've come a long way. And they're hungry. They bite. All right, Mike, you're uh, number four. Where, where do you sit? Or let me ask you this: What decade? What decade does yours come from? Uh, the the two thousands. Okay. Um, right. Also, I was thinking like the title of this podcast should be "Top Five Favorite Horror Movies" by people who don't really watch horror movies. <laughs> Because you know, like if anybody look, like if there's like a horror fan who's like, oh, top five, let me let me see what they got on there, and then I, I don't know what the rest of your list is, but like, I, there's not any like classics. Well, there's like maybe one classic on mine, but there's not really, yeah. So top five, top five favorite horror movies by got two guys who don't actually watch horror movies. Yeah, I don't think any of mine are gonna like win any like critically acclaimed fanfare, right? So yeah. But this one right here, my uh, my number four was uh, grossed over for two hundred forty nine million on a forty eight million dollar uh, production budget. Ooh, one of the highest grossing horror remakes, uh, and that is The Ring, two thousand two's The Ring. I have or had at one point in time The Ring, so I've watched it several times. Mm-hmm. This, but this is back in the day when we didn't have well, I didn't have Netflix at the time. And I had a limited amount of DVDs. So any DVD I had at the time, I probably watched over and over again. (laughs) I remember more about the ring of the like comedy aspects of it afterwards. Because you know, they're like funny about it, but they're like comedians talking about it. Whereas like, okay, because she comes out of the television, you know, to kill this person. But like, they're like the joke is always like, okay, well, what if you're at a, a stadium? Does she come out of the jumbotron? What if you're? It's all. What if you're watching it on your phone? Does she try to squeeze out of your phone? And then somebody was like, could you like set up a series of TVs to where she does does like the Scooby Doo um, uh, uh, skit where they run, you know, in between the hall, the doors, you know? Could you do that? 
So, but I, overall, it is. It's. It, I. I. If I remember correctly, it was a decent movie. I. I remember the girl is kind of freaky on there. Also, I think there was a little bit of behind the scenes things. If I remember correctly, oh, I mean, I might be thinking of a different movie though. The way they got her to do like that creepy crawl thing right. is they filmed it backwards. Or they, they had her go backwards. They had her do it backwards because your, your, your steps are off. You know, there's not normal stepping. So they had filmed it backwards and then they played it forwards, I think, or something. Yeah. Maybe I just made that up. Who knows? Right, I don't know. Matter. The ring. Go, go check it out, I guess. Have you heard about this videotape that kills you when you watch it? You start to play it, that's like somebody's nightmare. And as soon as it's over, your phone rings. And what they say is, you will die in seven days. Katie told you she was going to die. She told me. She said she didn't have enough time. Did you say that I'm gullible? No. Easily rattled? A little highly strung, maybe. Watch the tape. I'm not gonna get all worked up over some rumor. Yeah, show it to me. Miss Keller, I'm bothered by these drawings. Why did you draw that house? She told me to. Who? Who told you to? She tells me things. Before you die, you see the ring. The images on the tape are leading us somewhere. She show you the horses. Don't you understand, Rachel? Tell me, Liz. What is it you think you know? Hello? Before you die, you see the ring. You see the ring. Excellent. Uh, the ring. This is where we start to lose people. Uh, another <laughs> Wait, one I've never seen. seen. The ring, by the way, I've never I should seen. have asked that. No, of course not. Again, bits and pieces here and there. Yeah. Never, yeah. you know, down. Uh, all the way through. So my number four uh, is a comic book adaptation, Mike. Okay. So we can actually we can tie it in to the show that we're doing here. Also from the aughts, this okay. is a vampire movie. Okay. Uh, opened in October of 2007 uh, with an opening week. Weekend U.S. and Canada. See, now you have me doing, you know, more research on the fly here. Uh, brought in $15.95 million on a $30 million estimated budget. It grossed almost $40 million in U.S. and Canada and over $75 million worldwide. So you would have thought, making its money back, and then a little bit, uh, yeah. that it would have lent its way to a sequel. 
However, 14 years later, no sequel has been announced. Uh, the star of the movie at the time was white hot or red hot or just hot hot, depending on, I don't know, how, 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 how you looked at things, Mike. Uh, but here we are. We have no sequel for this dark horse intellectual property. Okay. Josh Hartnett starred in 30 Days of Night. Okay. Uh, that is one I have never seen. I mean, also, I didn't ever see a Saw Critters either. But <laughs> Are you familiar with the concept of 30 Days of Night? Uh, is there where there's like uh, not just 29 days of night, but there's a thir- 30th day of night? Right. But do you know why? Well, it's because of Al- Alaska. Yeah. Alaska or, or Canada, but I think you're right. I think it's yeah, either one. They're the same. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, yeah. So it's the, it's that portion uh, of the dead of winter where you don't see the sun. And well, that's a good time to be a vampire. Right. That's true. That's true. So, uh, yeah, as I mentioned, uh, it, it's got some names in it. Uh, Josh Hartnett, Ben Foster, who was in uh, the X-Men franchise. He was in 310 to Yuma. Um, Mark Boone Jr. is not a name that a lot of people know, but you certainly recognize his face. He was in uh, Batman Begins. He was also in Sons of Anarchy. Uh, you know, uh, Manu uh, Bennett uh, from... You know, he played Slade Wilson or Deathstroke on uh, Arrow back in season one, two, one, one or two, uh, two I think. Uh, he was also on the uh, Roman gladiator show uh, Spartacus way back okay. in the day. Um, and Danny Houston, who's been in uh, a number of roles, uh, including, um, you know, probably much to his dismay or chagrin, he was in... Uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine as Colonel Stryker. So, uh, but yeah, the 30 Days a Night, I don't know. I think as far as comic book adaptations go, it might be a little underrated, but I've read the book. You know, it's been a number of years back, uh, and I, I've seen the movie. So from what I recall, you know, it's just as bloody and gory as the book and uh, uh, should have made okay. a lot of people a lot of happy. But for some reason, not enough people went out in October of 2007 to support 30 Days a Night. That makes me sad, Mike. Time for a reboot. Time. It's beyond time. Yeah.
Vampires, you know? Vampires don't exist, Jake. That cold ain't the weather. That's death approaching. They're tearing through everyone's home. We can last the month. All right, so my number three, it comes out in the 70s. Oh, my. And one thing I will say about this is what I'm reading from Wikipedia. They're talking about the film. They talk, uh, it says, heart attacks and miscarriages were reported. A psychiatric journal published a paper on, quote, unquote, cinematic neurosis triggered by the film. Many children were allowed to see the film, leading to charges that the MPAA ratings board had accommodated Warner Brothers by giving the film an R rating instead of the X rating they thought it deserved in order to ensure commercial success. Several cities attempted to ban it or outright prevent children from attending. This is probably one of the only one on my list that I would say is a classic, and that is 1973's Exorcist. Good, good uh, familiar music behind it as well. Mm-hmm. Put Linda Blair now, on the map. Yeah, I think the last time I saw it was in high school, though. Um, I w- remember going to a friend's house to see it on, like you know, the VHS or whatever, watching it in his living room, and then having to walk back to my house because this <laughs> before this I I didn't have or if if I did have a car at the time, he was so close that sometimes I drove my car there. But sometimes I would walk there. So watched it and then had to walk back home. Uh, I, I remember, and a lot of people, other people have said this too. It's, depending on your religious stance, uh, This some people think it's scary because they're like, oh, maybe it could happen, you know, type of thing. Once again, depending on your, your religious beliefs. Uh, I know that there's a lot of curses along with the exorcist. I mean, as far as like the people on there, I, mm. I, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but like, I think some people like had early deaths and stuff. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, I, sh- I should have read more before. But I mean, look, if you're a fan of horror movies, you know The Exorcist, okay? You know the, uh, the, the puking scene, the, all oh, that. My, the crawl that she does like the weird spider walk, right? Whatever yeah. down the stairs, you know. You also might know The Exorcist from um, uh, some uh, like parody movies too. <laughs> like, I think Scar- Scary Movie they had a parody of oh, it sure. or one of them, something like that. They didn't leave a whole lot untouched, did they? No, uh, I do remember. It's funny, I don't remember many parts of The Exorcist. Except for like the like the really well known parts, uh, but I do remember uh, maybe it was scary movie or something like one of those type of movies, and it had Andy Richter as the priest for The Exorcist, and um, you know the 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 demon girl was like uh, your mother's in here or something like oh, that, yeah, yeah, and he yeah. goes he goes mom get out of there, and yeah. like she's just under the covers. Um, 
stupid. Scary Movie 2. Scary Movie 2, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Back when it was good. Right, before they went a little too off the walls. Yeah. Or yeah. off the rails, I mean. So, you know, yeah, I, uh, it has Have been. Have you seen Exorcist? Most of it. Okay. Yeah, that was one of them, like, I was watching it, and everybody was still watching it, and I'm like, oh, crap, I'm going to be late if I don't go, so. I never finished it. You know, you know the story. And I believe it's based on a well, book, and I believe the book uh, is, like, the original story is based out of the St. Louis area. Really? Okay. So, there's some fun I, trivia for I you. Knew, I, knew, I knew it was based on a, you know, quote-unquote true story or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, do uh, uh, books bestseller status. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, you know, if you and the family ever want to sit down, you know, watch it together, you know, probably not going to happen. There you go. Just do that. Be asking, uh, answering a lot of questions I can't answer. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So uh, the Exorcist for my great pick. Somewhere between science and superstition, there is another world. The world of darkness. Nobody expected it. Nobody believed it. And nothing could stop it. There are no experts. You probably know as much about possession as most priests. Look, your daughter doesn't say she's a demon. She says she's the devil himself. I'm telling you that that thing upstairs isn't my daughter. Now, I want you to tell me that you know for a fact that there's nothing wrong with my daughter except in her mind. You tell me you know for a fact that an exorcism wouldn't do any good. You tell me that! The one hope, the only hope, the exorcist. So my number three, you have to go, I don't necessarily think, I mean, it's obscure, I think, in that I'm not entirely sure if people consider it a horror movie. Uh, it's a thriller, but I think because of some of the violence and some of the graphic imagery that is in the in the picture that I think might fall under... Uh, the category of horror. Um, yeah. I mean, IMDb gives it under the crime and horror and thriller tabs. So, uh-huh. uh, IMDb says that trainees in the FBI's psychological profiling program must put their training into practice when they discover a killer in their midst. 2004. It is really a who's who cast that we'll get to here in a moment, but I wanted to tell you that this <laughs> m- movie uh, kind of flopped. And by that I mean for an estimated budget of $27 million, 
It had an opening U.S. Canada weekend of two million, and it only grossed a little over twenty one point one million dollars in its time in theaters. Um, but Christian Slater, Val Kilmer, uh, it also had LL Cool J and um, Clifton Collins Jr., who nobody ever um, like can put a face to. Uh, right. The name, but when, but when they see the name, they definitely know the face. If I guess if that makes sense, um, or they see, they, yeah. Anyway, they they know him when they see him because he's been in a lot of stuff. Um, and other people who aren't quite as uh, recognizable, two thousand fours Mind Hunters. I have never even heard of that one. I look. I'm not going to out anybody. I'm not going to name names. But in 2004, 2005, two, well, mostly 2005, 2006, old Greg had a hookup at Video USA in Shadron, Nebraska. And Greg didn't have to pay for about any movie rental. Um, because, you know, that old saying is, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And I knew people who knew people. And for the better part of about 18 months, old Greg just got to uh, rent movies for free. And there was a system in place that, you know, if it was just the three of us hanging out at the movie theater and I wanted to take a movie or two home, okay, there you go. But if there was another customer around, they would say, you know, like they had the video store had like a rewards program. So, oh, this is your 10th rental. You want to you use your free (laughs) rental? I sure do. Okay, you're all set. See you in, back in three days or whatever. So I rented this uh, probably on VHS the first time around, and I've okay. only watched it a couple times. And it's been 15 years probably since I've seen it, maybe you know, 10 to 15. Um, but yeah, there's so some of the graphic imagery that I'm talking about is this the the killer is also like a, a astute profiler, so he's using everybody's like character traits against them. So when Christian Slater, who like pretends to be the leader goes into this one shop, uh, they're on an Island for this, uh, profiling, I don't know, like live action seminar, you know, they're all supposed to be out there just kind of hanging out and doing some running some tests and drills. They don't know that a killer is among them. So like when Christian Slater goes in to the shop first and he like trips a trap, uh, that, sets off some liquid nitrogen and freezes his legs and they buckle underneath him. And, you know, then he dies, uh, you know, as his legs shatter or Val Kilmer, who is kind of a control freak. So even though he, who's kind of like running the department says that he's left the Island, they say he's not leaving the Island. He's running the show from the control room. So they go to the control room and, uh, Val Kilmer's character is dead and he's up like on hooks, like a marionette puppet. Cause he's like been pulling the strings, things like that. And so they're using various aspects. One person is poisoned because she smokes, uh, cigarettes and they poisoned the, like the last pack of cigarettes on the Island. Um, so when she goes to take, uh, you know, a, a, a cigarette and, and, you know, inhales, she, she gets poisoned by it. So, you know, various aspects of all their characteristics, uh, and, you know, before they finally, you know, get realize that who the bad guy is and, and subsequently stop him. But yeah, mind hunters is again, it, it's kind of a thriller. It's a, a psychological thriller from that point. I, I put it under 
you know, a horror movie just because of the, the graphic nature of some of the scenes. So, yeah, that, that, that's fine with me. So, yeah, Mine Hunters. There we go. Good evening, my fine young FBI friends. I am a pretty little thing, just out of lit class. My parents are loaded, as per my expensive ensemble. Right, you're up. Black suit, blonde hair, on the prowl for pretty young things. Preferably a cheerleader with great big. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! They are the FBI's newest profilers. You're all smarter. You wouldn't be here. I just want you to be smarter. Trained to get into the minds of the most elusive serial killers. This is Detective Jensen. He's going to be working with you. Who wants to play some hide and seek? What do we know about him? We know he's just out of a bad relationship. He's barely looked twice at me inside. Maybe you're not my type. Trust me, I'm your type. The simulation will be a test of your teamwork. What it's like to be inside the mind of the sociopath. He's called a puppeteer. And he has an obsession with time. Time to look alive. It's just a simulation. It's no fun unless it's a challenge. This is a joke, right? Someone killed JD, don't you get it? What simulation is this? Somebody set that trap at 12 o'clock, someone else is killed. He's marked us. Where is this killer? Someone who knows where we'd be. Now, someone trained to think like a killer. There's just one problem. Is about to become one. There's no one here. But us. watches two traps what time are they set for they're set for now all right mike we're moving along through here so what's your number two number two uh came out in 2010 starring tyler labine uh and alan tudyk and other people uh, I will admit this is more comedy than horror, but it still counts as horror. That's Tucker and Dale versus Evil. <laughs> and I think I've mentioned that, that this movie on this show before, but maybe in the early, early days. Um, it's essentially uh, a movie uh, kind of told through the, it's like a typical horror movie, but kind of told through the villains point of view but then you realize that the they're not, it's not an actual villain it's like the, so these kids keep getting murdered and they think that tucker and dale are doing it but it's not it's just like mishaps like uh, somebody will fall and like impale themselves on like a spike oh and they they think these guys tucker and dale who are the two kind of like hillbilly type of you know backwoods uh rednecks and the kids are of course like these you know preppy college kids um yeah more more comedy than horror uh but if you haven't seen it uh i would i you should check it out um they were at one point in time i remember they were talking about doing tucker and dale versus evil 2 but that hasn't gone anywhere yet and last i heard tyler labine was saying like hey we're trying to ride it but we want it to be really good because i think that i think like as far as box office goes 
I thought it did pretty well, like surprisingly well. Um, eh, no, maybe not. Never mind. <laughs> Budget was five million. Box office five point seven million. So maybe not. Uh, not, uh... not. Not quite. Not. But it seems like maybe it's like a cult classic or something. I don't know. That's always possible. Every, every everybody that I know that has seen it likes it, but not a lot of people have seen it. That also, I mean, I, I think that kind of because horror is not something that's, um, you know, as globally I don't know, appreciated. You yeah, know, it's, it's just not as popular as a lot of other forms of entertainment. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely get to where. You know, like if you if you if you watch it, you probably have a good chance to watch it, but it's probably not on a lot of people's radar. You know. Yeah. So on in Wikipedia, of course, we know that's uh, always factually accurate. Of course. Uh, talking about a sequel, it says uh, in an interview with Choice Cuts director Eli Craig expressed thoughts on a sequel titled Tucker and Gale, Tucker and Dale Go to Yale, describing it as Goodwill Hunting meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh God. Um, and then see at uh, see at Horror Hound Weekend. 2014, uh, the cast members confirmed that a sequel is in development. 2016, they revealed that still actively developing the project despite other commitments. And then 2017, Tudyk responded that a script had been written but was disappointing and unlikely to be moving forward. Well, keep working on it, boys. That is disappointing. Yeah. All right. So that is your number two, mm-hmm. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. What? 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 This place is so creepy. Have you ever seen anything like that in your life? Just your average college girl. Why don't you go over there and talk to her? Talk to her? You girls, uh, going camping? <laughs> Did you see the way those guys looked? We are in here, oh. now, boys. Squeal like oh. this. Yeah. Oh, my God. I cannot believe that I am standing in my own vacation home. Do you guys want to hear a scary story? Chuck, no, man. This story happened right in these very woods. It was 20 years ago today. Who wants to go skinny dipping? I do. (laughs) What is that all about? Tucker! Shush! Damn it, Theo, what the hell is the matter with you? We got your friend! They got Allison! Hey, where the hell are they going? Better come look at this. It's just a cabin. It doesn't mean they're psycho killers. Then why don't you go in there and talk to them? Maybe I will. <laughs> I said maybe. Oh, your friend out there. He must be allergic to bees or something because he was running like a bat out of hell. Run! Run for your life! They killed him, man. They left his body here as a message. He's making her dig her own grave. It's not work for a pretty girl like you. I grew up on a farm. He's either help out or get out. They're gonna kill her. It's us against them. Where did you come from? It's a goddamn suicide pact. These kids are coming out here and they're killing themselves all over the woods. Oh my god, that makes so much sense. It's all together! Go to the police. It's a good idea. Everyone's doing some chores around the house when kids started killing themselves all over my property. Well, that's what happened, Tucker! Ah! He's gonna walk it off. How's he even walking right now? What the hell is wrong with you kids? What is the matter with us? I've never stood so close to pure evil before. 
I got 10 to 12 beers. They're on ice right now, man. They're yours. Uh, guys? Maybe we should help him. You've gone hillbilly on me, Allison. You're crazy. Time to die, freak. Well, my number two, Mike, will also fall on the horror comedy line. Okay. Also from the, by the way, my number one is definitely horror. Uh, okay. And definitely not on most people's lists. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll say that. Okay. Um, but my number two uh, came out in uh, September of 2004. And it, it, uh, his budget was around four million, and it ended up grossing almost ten times that. Uh, grossed over thirty million, uh, and thirteen and a half in U.S. and Canada alone. Uh, as I mentioned, this is that that horror comedy. It's a buddy movie. It's Shaun of the Dead. So that's my number one. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good though. That's good. Uh, so yeah. from from the beginning, like you know, again, it's been years since I've seen it, but there's something that I just really appreciate about the movie. Uh, it's it's a little like Why the Last Manish, if you want to, you know, like jump into you know now where right. you know York is he's just looking for Beth, you know, he's just trying to find Beth, yeah, and all Sean's trying to do is get to his lady friend. Um, whose name, by the way, is, of course, Liz. I knew that. I didn't have to look it up yes, just now. Of course, everybody knows. Uh, <laughs> um, and, you know, just wanted to get get with her uh, and make sure she's safe. Uh, and, and he's a little on the uh, slow to the party, you know? He, he's trying to go oh, about yeah, his yeah. normal day. And, and uh, then he realizes that something's very wrong with the world right now. Uh, so... You know, for all, all those aspects, it's um, and it, it's fun. I mean, it's it's Simon Pegg, it is uh, Nick Frost, uh, it's an Edgar Wright joint. You know, and yes. and he's un- unfortunately there, it doesn't look like we're ever going to see a sequel. Um, but uh, I mean, look when when the survivors are, are holed up in the Winchester, I believe that's the name of the pub uh, there at the end, and all the all they want is like they're trying to get a pint. And some ammo, you know, it's a it's a good time. Yeah, this uh, Shaun of the Dead is one of those movies that I I don't mind going back to and still liking it because there's some movies that I'm like I really like it and I don't want to watch it again because I it's it's just watching it the first time was great, right? But then there's other movies like like Shaun of the Dead is one of them. Um, if it, if I see if I'm going scrolling through Netflix or Hulu or wherever and I see it, most likely I'm going to stop to mm-hmm. watch it, just even just a little bit of it. Um, I, I like at the end where he has uh, his so um, Simon Pegg has his friend Nick Frost who got bit earlier and, and became a zombie, but he has him in a shed like right. chained, chained up, up, but like just played video games, right. you know, <laughs> and then. Uh, I think uh, Simon Pegg's character goes to like reach across, and Nick Frost is gonna like try to take a, a bite out of him. And he kind of like slaps his hand away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just you know, little little the controller. Yeah, little com- comic beats like that. Uh, you know, we can say all we want about those two guys. Uh, the the lady who played Liz uh, was terrific in that role, Kate Ashfield. Um, you know, like it's got 
Peter Serafinowitz in it uh, as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's you know, and, and he's gone on to do a lot. Uh, but it's it's an independent film if you think about it. And I think yeah. any independent film that makes you know thirty million dollars or or and I had to be very careful about this when I was doing the box office because the budget was an estimated four million pounds. So, so, uh, but all the other numbers are in dollars, but 4 million pounds grosses over $30 million. I don't know what that exchange rate is. I don't care. It made money, but you know, I also feel like when you get into apocalyptic movies like that, uh, unless you have a very specific story to tell, doing a sequel is very difficult. Um, because everybody's version of the story is going to be the same. You know, it's banding together. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to survive. It's likelihood that most of you aren't going to be able to. So, you know, when when I, it's like Dawn of the Dead, you know, even Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. You know, I saw that in theaters years ago, gosh, 20 years ago now, I think, or give or take, Uh, you know, and, and they all end up in a mall. It's a great place. If you think about it, they've got food, they've got a variety of stores and athletic equipment that you can use and, and maybe even, uh, you know, there's, uh, uh, firearms for sale in that, in that uh, athletic equipment store. But that story is going to be told in every town in America where there's a a zombie outbreak. It's all going to be a group of survivors. It, you know, likely diverse, you know, um, just trying to, you know, I don't know, not, you know, chuck, not, not like be the, be the slowest one in the herd that gets left, you know, pushed behind to, as a sacrificial lamp type of thing. So I, I don't know. Um, I'm fine without Sean of the dead. I think in my opinion, strong enough that, uh, it, it can stand on its own. You know, it doesn't necessarily need a sequel. So, uh, it's not a sequel, but it is part of the, what they call three flavors Cornetto trilogy, which is movies that are all directed by Edgar Wright, right. but starring Simon Pegg and, and, and Nick Frost. It's, um, Shaun of the Dead. Dead was the first one and then Hot Fuzz and then World's End. So I've not seen World's End, but I have seen Hot Fuzz and I enjoy Hot, Hot Fuzz. Fuzz. Hot yeah. Fuzz is fun. I like Hot Fuzz. Too. That's, that's another one like, I would, I would keep watching over and over again. Mm-hmm. A world that I've seen once, I but I haven't. I don't think I've seen more than that. I'll have to look for it. You know, yeah. Um, again, you know, Simon Pegg's great, and he's gone on to do you know some good things, being in Star Trek. And Nick Frost is Nick Frost, and no, not yeah. you know, he just hadn't done as much. I think they yeah. didn't they do it like an alien movie. Um, it's just like the name of the alien was Paul. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was yes. fun. Yeah, I like that too. You know, yeah. nothing wrong with it. Um, so before fact, my I number, have it. I have it here actually. Okay. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Before my number one, did you have any? Uh, uh... I had three honorable mentions. Let's hear. Uh, one we had talked about already. Saw mm-hmm. two thousand four. Uh, the first one, not not it, the. I thought the first one was good as far as horror movies go, right. and really, like if you watch it, there's not that that much like actual physical gore. It's. You know, it's a it's a shot of somebody. If I remember correctly, it's like a shot of somebody cut, going to cut their foot off, yeah. and, and they they cut to their their face. Their face is grimacing. Maybe you see blood spatter, but you don't actually see the foot getting cut. It could be way off though. I in the, the other saw movies, it's much more gore. They ramped uh, it up. Yeah, so for anyways, sure. uh, yeah, those uh, honorable mention. 
then I have uh, 1999 Stir of Echoes, which came close to the list. I but I I'm like I haven't seen it in a while, and I don't remember liking it as much. I don't know, but uh, Kevin Bacon. I don't know if you if you've ever seen it or not. It seemed like it used to be either I had the DVD or it used to be on TV a lot. Um, and then last was 2007's uh, 1408. Oh, okay. I, I think I've only seen that once. So once again, I was like, I don't know if it really was good. I, I remember the ending of it, but I don't remember, you know, anything else. So yeah, that was with um... Samuel L. Jackson and not Matthew Broderick. Wow, what did it, Cusack, John, John Cusack. Cusack. Thank you. I was like yeah. John. I couldn't. I'm glad you got the last name. I had the first name. Yeah, uh, yeah. I haven't seen that one, um, but uh, I digress. So, all right. Well, let's get to. Well, first let's let's hear the trailer for Shaun of the Dead properly. ever think that modern life is not for you? Do you do the same dead-end job every day? Is your love life dying on its feet? To a wonderful mom. Oh. Have you ever felt that you're turning into a zombie? Maybe you're not alone. Although no one official is prepared to comment, religious groups are calling it Judgment Day. It is vital that you stay in your homes. Avoid all physical contact with the assailants. So, what's the plan? Bash him in the head, that seems to work out. Why have we got a girl Lizzie? Because I love her. All right, gay. So, I, I also had a, a couple honorable mentions. Um, okay, that that dance, that line of of comedy, Zombie Land, you know, is, is fun for yes. what it is. Good one, yes. Um, but again, I, I feel like it's very. It's similar to Shaun of the Dead in that it is, um, you know, it, it's zombies and you're you're making light in in the while trying to survive the mm-hmm. world, you know. So, um, and and again, as I googled, ridiculous as it sounds, I googled um, like horror movies of the two thousands, and it brought up a lot of movies. I'm like, I don't think that's a horror like van helsing with hugh jackman i don't think is a horror movie you know right <laughs> i think it's yeah. a bad movie <laughs> but, <laughs> i haven't never seen it but um, i haven't heard good things but like you know they had like underworld uh um, right and i don't i don't think that's a horror movie i think it's an adventure no. movie 
under, uh, you know, just with different types of characters, you know, yeah, uh, or a love story with different types of characters. But um, so I, I, I don't. But when I, when best friend of the show, Josh, happy birthday to him, when he posed this uh, topic, there was one movie that popped to my mind first. It's a movie I'll watch again. It's a situation I haven't seen it in years, um, and you know because, uh, well, you know the situation in my house. You know, like I'm not just right. you know here with a bunch of blood and gore on the on TV for fun. You know, it's like kids got to go to sleep and you know things like right, that. Right, right. Um, I would say this movie did not live up to the uh, financial expectations. Um. I believe it is a remake from a movie from the 60s. And I was actually shocked okay. to, to find out that it uh, opened in October 2001. I thought it w- was a little bit later than that. Had an estimated budget of $42 million. Uh, opening weekend, it grossed just over $15 million and only grossed worldwide $68.46 million. Um, I'm not going to lie. A big part of me was here for one reason and that reason was Shane Elizabeth. But there were other yeah. <laughs> other yeah. um uh, you know actors and, and actresses certainly in the uh in in the movie. Uh Matthew Lillard is in the movie. Um but and Tony Shaloub. But I'm going with Thirteen Ghosts. Okay. Did you ever see Thirteen Ghosts? It doesn't sound familiar. I'm look. Um, I don't think so. The, the poster I'm looking at looks familiar. So the uh, the the quick version is uh, there's a guy who is you know he's like a a, a rich um. Affluent, I don't know, uh, unique weirdo type of thing collects collects a bunch of weird shit, and he has a weird house, uh, and he leaves the house after he dies to his nephew and the nephew's family, which is Tony Shalhoub, uh, Shannon Elizabeth, and you know a younger brother, whatever, uh, <laughs> and uh, they you know like oh my gosh this. This home is beautiful and look, it's so ornate and a little odd. But uh, then they go down in the basement and they say, oh, I wonder what was down here because it just looks like a bunch of uh, glass rooms. And then like uh, Matthew Lillard's character comes in and he's supposed to be like some kind of tech for something. But he's secretly like trying to uh, tell it's been a, a half a minute since I've seen the movie. Um and with my memory, it might have actually been a half a minute since I've seen him. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he he has these special glasses that allow everybody else to see what's actually in these rooms in the basement. And they are 13 ghosts. And they're all 13 ghosts of various, like, horrible, uh, macabre deaths and, and torture and things like that. Uh, and they all have different names. Like I don't know, one might be called the butcher, and one's the maiden, or you know, things like that. Um, and of course, as the only way that this movie can go, the ghosts get let out. 
What? I thought oh, they would have just left the house and they went somewhere else. You would think that, but no, no. Uh, so then, you know, the let the bloodbath begin. There has been talk from people who uh, like the show, and I'm not like I'm not in any Facebook groups for you know like trumpeting thirteen ghosts or anything like that. But they said, you know, Netflix or some other streaming service should do an anthology series with you have thirteen ghosts. They all have their own unique backstories. Wouldn't it be great to tell those stories? Um, you know, and and you could do it in an anthology type setting. Um, nothing come out of that to my knowledge and nor will it by the way you'll appreciate one of the actors in the the movie he's he plays the 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 weird guy who died um the name actor by the name of F Murray Abraham because Sounds really familiar because he was very recently in a little show called Mythic Quest as CW Long Oh yes yes so um but anyway, uh, Thirteen Ghosts. You know, it's 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 graphic in that you know if I was flipping through it now, and the kids were around, I definitely wouldn't keep it on uh, because there's right. some really really disturbing imagery. But nineteen year old me thought this movie was uh, the bee's knees. There are ghosts around us all the time. Most of them, they can't hurt us. Most of them don't even want to hurt us. But there are exceptions. Is it bad tonight? Oh, bad is my professional opinion. We should get the hell out of here. Now. I represent the estate of your Uncle Cyrus. We have an Uncle Cyrus. Cyrus recorded this message six weeks ago. He asked it to be played for you in the event of his death. Arthur, I've instructed my lawyer to deliver my last will and testament. A key? A key to what? A key to your new house. This house is the fruit of my life's work. Oh, my God. It is a one-of-a-kind home. It's marvelous, isn't it? Wow. Arthur, we've got some papers to sign in the library. After that, I would love to take you and the family around the tour of the house. This place is awesome! All right, now I know I'm dreaming. Well, your uncle was quite a collector of many things. What the hell was that? This Halloween. You're wasting your time. It's all sealed up. The only thing worse than being trapped in a house with a ghost. This house is not a house. We're in the middle of a machine. Powered by the dead. Is being trapped in a house with 13 ghosts. Maggie! What? We got company. Where? I can't see. How close is it? Close enough to hurt you. Go, 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 go! Get me killed. I guarantee nothing. Did Greg, I will. What? I will tell you right now. I can guarantee you there is not a top five horror list out there 
that has Shaun of the Dead as number one and that has 13 Ghosts as number one. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking like, and I was thinking about it, before I knew you what your list was, and as I knew what my list was, I'm like, there's going to be people disappointed that we don't have like really classic ones like, you know, Wolfman or something. There's going to be people disappointed that we don't have like, I, newer classic, newer kind of classics like, you know, uh, Friday the 13th or Halloween mm-hmm. or anything like that. But there'll be, maybe there'll be somebody that's like 13 ghosts. Oh, okay. Go check that one out. Cause it did so great. At the box office. Like I said, Shannon Elizabeth are coming uh, off of uh, American pie. And so was I. That's a bad joke. That's a bad joke, everybody. Just a joke. Uh, best friend of the show, Josh, uh, who lent us this topic, did not give me his like top five. Oftentimes, you know, we'll say, "Hey, we're right, going to yeah. do a top five. You share your top five. Uh, give us your top five in the comments on on Facebook or or uh, wherever you find this post." Uh, but he says, you know, like he, he might come across a, a newer um, horror movie from time to time and give it a watch. But but every October, uh, he and his wife dedicate themselves to watching like the classic universal monsters, you know, Frankenstein, Dracula, Wolfman, like you right, said, right. creature from the black lagoon, um, you know, things like that. So, I mean, there are more like, again, you talk about those characters, like does interview with a vampire that doesn't count in my opinion as a horror movie. Cause it's not it's as, same. I, you know, same yeah. with like the mummy, you know, Brendan Fraser's the mummy movie, you know, it's not, mm-hmm. there's not enough there to like, Ugh. um, yeah. Resident Evil, I actually, 20 whatever years ago, I saw the first Resident Evil movie in theaters. You know, somehow it didn't make right. my list. Um, but I think too often, uh, I, I maybe that's why I like Mind Hunters. Yeah, there are a few jump scares right. in it, but it's very like psychological. Um, yeah. it's not, it's not reliant on, you know, like an excess of, um, blood. Uh, you know, or or uh, like the jump scares, which can be, I think, a little bit overdone from time to time. Um, but I'm no horror expert. Obviously, look at my top five. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was say from, from from best friend of the show, Josh. I would want a top five classic, and however you want to define classic, define it classic horror movies. All right. You talk, if you, when you talk about like you watch Wolfman and you know Creature from the Black Lagoon. One that I've never seen before, but what's like what's his top five classic? Yeah, I I have a feeling, and I don't I, I'm not speaking for him, but I have a feeling that he'd be like, eh, five way tie for first place. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. so all right, so that was for you, Josh. And uh, hey, uh, if you're out there and you have a birthday coming up and you want your name on Nerds United and you want to pick the top five topic, then send us an email to nerdsunitedpodcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, follow us on Facebook and Twitter uh, and Instagram at Nerds United Show. And, uh, that, again, happy birthday to you, best friend of the show, Josh. Hope you enjoyed this special one for you that took us uh, over an hour to get through. You're welcome. So uh, for the co-host of the year, Mike Luther, I'm Greg Mahochko. We remind you all the time to be kind. And rewinds. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery